everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Just Get Started podcast. I got a really interesting one today, fun one, actually. Um, we're actually going to turn the mic over to one of my best friends, Ryan McGuire, who hosts the Pursuit of Happiness podcast, and he's going to interview me a little bit, although he'll definitely play some dialogue throughout. Um, we're actually going to talk a little bit, you know, it's my four-year anniversary doing the Just Get Started podcast, almost 200 episodes as we were recording this, and we get a lot of questions of people asking about podcasting and, you know, how do I get started with it? What are the, you know, I don't have a big audience to start, but I, I want to get into it. It's something that intrigues me. So we want to ask a lot of questions that we get a lot, some things that we thought about early on. And, and we've kind of uh, put some, you know, some new routines and some better practices in place as we've learned over the years doing this. So anyways, thought we'd have a fun back and forth dialogue, no real, uh, agenda more than just talk through a lot of these different points on podcasting. So excited for you all to be here and listen through. And, and with that, Ryan, welcome. And uh, thanks for doing this. This will be a lot of fun. Absolutely. Uh, first and foremost, congratulations on four years. I'm approaching a year and a half. So I can't imagine four years. And uh, second of all, I noticed you said one of your best friends. I'm taking note. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, you know, I've, I've been very grateful in my life to have a lot of good people. So uh, you're definitely up there in the uh, in the top. So yeah, what's really, I guess, fun, I just kind of thought about this is like, you know, your podcast is just get started. It's it is crazy how many times like I do I, I notice, I say that not just because of your podcast, just like in life in general. And it's funny how like, I, I think, about your podcast every time I say that. So I was like, yeah, it's, it's a really good name for a podcast. And you helped me just get started with mine. You know, I've been on your podcast uh, once or twice now. I know we've kind of mentioned that, but um, like I said, four years, that's, that's, that's no joke. That's yeah. the real deal. And I'm going to about a year and a half. And uh, you know, I hope I'm still doing this in four years. I can't imagine the people I'm going to meet and the conversations I'll have. And um, you know, just having a curious mind um, well, yeah. has gotten us very far. Well, it, you know, that's what happens. It's funny because I do have a lot of people that approach me and they're like, oh, just get started, like get started. And it's always like, hey, Brian, we're, we're talking about you in a conversation or something because it came up about, you know, getting started. And, 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 I, and that makes me, you know, it feels good because of the, that was one of the reasons I started the podcast. And we'll probably get into this a little bit, but like, you know, I had so much fear and doubt and, and I was complacent and I was like, you know, I, I was kind of spinning around and I don't even know if, you know, if I shared that with you kind of, you know, cause I was always happy on the surface and, you know, and I was doing a lot of things, but now, you know, there was a lot of things inside where I was just like, you know, I felt like I was in like a jail cell, if you will. And so that was one of the reasons the podcast and, and now all these other things that I'm doing um, you know, partly the podcast was the catalyst to make me see what was available and out there and, and where I didn't explore, like where I was being scared almost. So mm -hmm. it's, it's amazing um, because it's really been more from the podcast. It's, it's probably been a six year journey, although people only see four um, because I wanted to start it two years prior than I started it. And I've told this story before, but I'll share it again. Uh, so for, forgive those folks that have heard it, but, you know, I, uh, I was at the, you, you remember what, you know, cause I used to, uh, was in the, in the software business to, uh, for creative professionals, you know, with, um, in, and I went to this conference called MLC connect awesome conference. I, I met so many great folks there, but it was where I met this one gentleman by the name of Adam Martin. He had a podcast called makers of sport. And we were talking, I'm like, yeah, man, I've been wanting to start a podcast. I'm going to start one this year. And then I saw him a year later at the same conference and I hadn't started it yet. Mm. And then I said, oh man, yeah, this is the year I'm going to do it, blah, blah, blah. I saw him again at the same conference the following year. Wow. And this is the summer of 2017. Again, I had not started. And then I, I, I said, Adam, I've been saying this for too, too many years. And by that, you know, you know, two years, we can see the before and after the snapshot. I did a lot of work in my life during that time and, and really, you know, kind of did some things to help me um, improve not only my happiness, but my confidence. And sure enough, that was the summer when he was like, yeah, I was like, dude, I'm going to start this and you're going to be a guest on it. And sure enough, that's how the idea of just get started was born. And, uh, and then I started the podcast a little later that year. So it's kind of was interesting. He, 
was he holding you accountable or was it just you got tired of saying next year, next year, it got kind of embarrassing. Yeah. It, it, I, he wasn't personally holding me accountable. You know, he was, a. Uh, 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 you know, I don't, I don't know what you call like an acquaintance. Like we, it's not like we were talking every week type stuff. Like I maybe chat with them once or, or twice here and there throughout the year um, be, between the conferences. But what it was, was me holding myself accountable of like, I, I had to look in the mirror every night and I had to be like, wait a minute, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing with your life is like, are you just going to keep going through this kind of spiral and just being okay with that? even though you want to do so many other things. So I think it was me holding myself accountable as I reflect back on it. Dude, I, I completely get this. And it's funny. So, you know, one of my good friends, Jason, um, just a few days ago, we were texting back and forth. He lives out in Colorado. And uh, I would say about five or six years ago, he introduced me to a podcast uh, called The Art of Charm. And it was just completely directed towards guys, mostly about our age or so for like confidence, for dating, um, all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. And he sent me that, like I said, probably about five or six years ago. And I wasn't really into podcasts much then occasionally here and there. And he's like, dude, you got to listen to this. He's like, this is awesome. And it'll change the way you think. And it really did. And I was just messaging him a couple of days ago. We were talking about it. I was like, you sending me that podcast was a complete game changer because it just changed my mindset. Like I saw the world just differently and it was just tips and advice of like, not just like how to be happy or whatever, but like, um, let's just say like dating and relationships, just going to talk to that girl you wanted to talk to and introduce yourself, how to do it, you know? And if like you get rejected, like no big deal. Like we all, we're all struggling with the same things. We're all human. And uh, you know, one of those things that you do, which I appreciate is like, let's just say we go to Starbucks and get a coffee, right? I'm drinking coffee right now. You will call the barista out by name and say like, thank you and stuff like that. So it was like tips and tricks that I was starting to introduce slowly into my life that I was just never really taught growing up. I like, I didn't have, I had confidence in myself, but it wasn't really like outgoing confidence. I think kind of what you're talking about. And, uh, you know, I was always taught to be kind of humble and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, once I started to apply a lot of these tactics to my life, my interactions became different. They became better. The small talk wasn't uh, a chore. It wasn't homework. It was actually enjoyable to just go out and meet people and have good conversations and make sure day you make someone else's day by giving them compliments. Like my life just completely changed by introducing these small little things slowly, but surely. And it was all because of a podcast. And uh, so I completely understand how, you know, just trying things, just trying new things, getting out of your comfort zone, being comfortable you know, with, with being uncomfortable, um, this could, it could be a game changer. Well, it's also remembering that, you know, life is, this is a short bus ride. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, again, if you're not happy, you, this is one of the things I didn't realize. And I don't know why I didn't, but it took me such a long time to realize, like I can control a lot of things. There's things I can't control and there's things many of us can't control, but in terms of how I react to situations, in terms of my choices of like what I do each day, um, in terms of, you know, what are my goals or what are my aspirations? Those are things I control, right? I choose if I want to work out or not. I choose if I want to spend time with my son or not. I choose if I want to do this podcast interview with you versus something else, right? And it all comes down to choices. And what I realized was I was making choices that I thought the world wanted like, Oh, this is what you're supposed to be doing. And Hey, this is just how it is. And when I real, once I realized I could make better choices for my life and better decisions, that is when things started opening up for me. And that's mm -hmm. when not only this podcast, but many other things, either a little before that and definitely after um, really kind of shaped where I am today. It's all because I made different decisions. Well, see, like the hard thing is that I've had to deal with it. I know you've had to deal with, it, and I still deal with it. Is like when you make really positive, strong choices for yourself, but the people around you just don't understand it or they want to hate on it. And it's like, you know, why are you doing that? And uh, like something that we do is like fasting or whatever. Why are you mm -hmm. fasting? You know, who does that? Why don't you just eat breakfast? And mm -hmm. it's like, well, because this is a choice I've made for myself. I feel better. Mm -hmm. I want to be healthy. And 
Um, you know, why do you go to the gym five times a week? You look fine. You know, it's just like, why is it a problem? Like, I don't know. I feel like there are people that just don't understand sometimes like the really positive choices that we've made uh, over these last few years. Um, and, and I wonder how much like resistance you perhaps get for a lot of the choices you've made as far as like starting this podcast, you're really into CrossFit and you know, health and fitness. Like you're always trying really like new stuff to, to you know, to see how your body reacts and how mm-hmm. you feel and all that. Like how, how, how has the resistance been for you? Yeah. And, and first and foremost, I won't say that comments or thoughts by folks or whatever don't bother me. I, I think anyone would be lying to themselves. They didn't think especially people that they, that are in their circle or that they care about. If they said something, you know, it doesn't bother them, but for the most part, that has been one of my biggest improvements over the last four five, six years, whatever, even longer, maybe um, as I've been on this, you know, the, the, the Renaissance period in my life, as I call it, is that I don't, I don't really care what other people think. And it's because I've changed my perspective on the situation. Because what I've what I've done is is really take it from an empathetic approach and tr- and try to understand a little bit of where they are in their life, and the reason that they're saying certain things like "Oh, yeah, why are you fasting?" or again, "Yeah, you do CrossFit or podcasts or children's books or you name it. Why are you doing all this?" is it's where they came from in their life and where they are in their life at this point. So I don't actually see that as a negative anymore. I don't see it as like, well, this person is cutting me down or whatever. I just think is they haven't opened up to certain new ideas or they maybe they're they're struggling with some things and that's just how they've dealt with it because they haven't gone through their, you know, maybe this specific journey they're on, they haven't got to that point yet. So I really have changed my perspective on the situation um, to be more comfortable with it for myself. I'm like, you know what? It's not that they're, that's not, they're not projecting it toward me. They're projecting it toward themselves right. or, they're, or they're, they're really upset with themselves. It's just projecting out toward me, I guess, is if I'm saying that right. So anyways, well, that's, some, that's how I've dealt with it a little bit. Something that I find like slightly unusual is like, you know, we have a guy like a, a Kobe Bryant RIP, like, you know, when he passes away, everyone was talking about the hustle, the mama mentality. This guy was nonstop. He was at the gym here. He was opening mm-hmm. this business. He, he won was it an Oscar Academy yeah. Award or whatever. He was doing this and that, and everyone praises it. And then you choose the path to kind of push yourself like that. And people like hate on it a little bit. Sometimes it's just like, if anything, you know, you should emulate it. <laughs> you know, like, I think like a Kobe Bryant with like the hustle mentality from start to finish every day is awesome. I think that's a great blueprint for life, getting the most out of it. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, you do have people that surround you that are kind of like, why are you doing this? You know, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, well, I don't, I don't understand it. Yeah. Like I said, I, I think part of it is, you know, because again, I can look from that perch. I was in that seat, right? I was the one doing the, oh, what's that person doing or why are they doing that? I was just like that. You know, if I went back 10, 12, 15 years, that's, that's who I was. So as I said, I could be in, I, I can understand their perspective where they're coming from. Um, and that's why I don't really, I don't really put too much onus on it because I know it's something they're dealing with where it's like the reason that I was like that, let's say 15 years ago, I'm just picking a, a date in the, in the past is because I was really upset at myself for not pushing myself. Mm-hmm. And I just use that as a projection because I made a lot of excuses back then. I complained a lot back then. I, I thought that it was other people fault for the reason that I wasn't succeeding. And that was the just, but, and that's, that's where ignorance happens. We're all ignorant as we start on a journey on a different path and we're all naive. And that's part of the, the lesson of the journey is you're learning more about yourself. So like, I, I think one of the, I, a great um, thought from a past podcast guest was, you know, something along the lines of, if you knew me last year, you didn't know me at all. Meaning we change so much if we put the time and effort and want to become better, we change and grow. And that's why I appreciate our friendship that has lasted for, you know, whatever it's been, you know, 30 years or what have you. We've, we're different people than we were back in high school, back in college, back in, you know, in our twenties. And we've gone through, and we both, we have different journeys. We've had different paths. 
Um, but the fact that we can be on this, you know, this uh, podcast today and talking through it is that, hey, you know, we've continued to grow and we found our own niche, things that make us happy. Um, but there, there's overlapping um, opportunities, I guess, or things that we've kind of have shared interest on over the years, even though we've come from different areas, you know? So again, I just try to, to forget the, the noise as much anymore. I've kind of, I try to quiet my mind. It sounds very Zen-like. That's not what the, it's meant to be. It's like, I've really tried to like, you know, silence a lot of the outside noise and I make the decision based on, is this going to make me happy? Is this going to be the, the work, whatever it might be, the project, the thing that I want to put out in the world? And I want to make you know, the world better because of it. And ultimately, it makes me better. There's some selfishness to it, right? It makes me better, makes me happier, which is part of it. Um, then I do it. I don't question anymore. It, oh, I'm not going to put that out because people may not like that. I don't care if people don't like it because everyone's not going to like everything. And mm -hmm. even to your point, people that, you know, it, they might be very popular or whatever, they still have a ton of people that don't like them or hate on them. Mm, Just how true. it is. You're never going to have, you know, a hundred percent user adoption. You know, if we take a, a software term kind of thing, like you're never going to have that, right? You're you're, there's always going to be people that, um, and, and just like the podcast. So obviously, you know, that was the big, you know, focus for today. I mean, I, I look at it from a podcast standpoint, there's people all the time that question, like, why are you doing a podcast? What are you doing? What are you, are you kidding me? Like mm -hmm. all of that still, still, but again, it goes back to, I'm like, I, I know where they're coming from. They're not, they're not, they're not like, Oh yeah, Brian shouldn't be doing podcasts. It's something where they've wanted to start mm -hmm. and they haven't started. So then they see someone that they consider. And this is, it goes back to the Kobe Bryant because Kobe Bryant, I think you probably knew that. I mean, he was my favorite, you know, I was a Laker fan growing up, still a Laker fan, although I don't watch much NBA. He was my favorite player of all time. Um, huge Kobe Bryant fan and, and, and loved everything. He was about, obviously he had his missteps as well. He had his, his areas that we, we all stumble in. Um, but from, a, especially on the court and what he did, you know, outside in the community and stuff was, was impactful. But you look at Kobe Bryant, when someone looks at Kobe, they're looking at, I'm never going to get there. He's so far in like the future of what I would have to do to even get to that standpoint. But when, if someone's looking at me as an example, and maybe they're a peer, they see me at the same level. And that is why that criticism comes in because it's like, oh, what's Brian think he could do because I'm not doing something. That's the, mm -hmm. so again, that's why the perspective I understand because it's kind of a peer to peer thing versus a, you know, Kobe, you know, way out there doing things that almost no one on planet earth, you know, is going to have one, the physical ability, but also the, the, the talents and, and the work ethic and stuff like that to do it and, and build that over the years. So, yeah. I mean, the funny thing is too, is that they're not on your level because you've actually, you're further down the path. You've already gotten started. You know, you're already going towards the summit when we're just kind of talking about your logo and your branding, I have a mountain in there. Like yeah. I see you, you're, you're, you're making the climb and those people are still at the base and they need to actually take a few steps. They need to, get started on that journey. And, you know, did you, I can really relate to the just get started thing, man. Just, I mean, before you even, I think I had a podcast is one of those things where, you know, like being single for so long and there's a lot of, you know, things in my life that I could, I could do and to try to achieve happiness. And I would just, I don't know, I'll be like a humble, all my friends are not doing anything tonight. I'm just going to hang out or whatever. Right. Yeah. And then it was kind of like, I need to do something, man. I need to get started with something. Like I started to go to these like, you know, fitness classes by myself, but you know, that's when I started to meet people. I started to have fun. And then as you know, I started to travel a little more. I started going solo trips and now mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah. I think yeah. it's great. I, I just had a conversation with someone um, from my work a couple of days ago and she's uh, probably her mid 20s. She's single. And, um, and I was like, I, I we talk about all my trips and travels. And she's like, I should go on a trip by myself. I was like, no, you absolutely should. And I was like, you know, as long as much as I love traveling now with, with Kristen and, and you like having company there's it's always great to share experiences with. There's also a really big positive just getting out there, seeing the world, doing it on your schedule, doing whatever you want to do when you want to do it. You don't have to ask for permission and they, ah, I don't feel like doing that today. And you got to, you know, do whatever they want to do. Um, so just getting started, honestly, is like, like I said, I'm just visualizing the mountain in your logo, taking that first step on the path. And the only way you can get to the summit 
in your life is to actually take that first step. And that first step usually leads to a next step. And then the next step, you just got to keep showing up. Absolutely. Well, that's exactly how the, I mean, that's why the podcast started. It's, I was going to do a variety, actually, you know, as you know, I'm a huge 49ers fan. I was going to do a podcast just on the 49ers. I, you know, golf obviously is a big part of my life and, and, and part of my background and my story. I was going to do it on golf and talk about that. So I had all these different ideas when I had thought about starting a podcast. And the reason just get started came about, it was actually after that MLC Connect that in 2017, that third time Adam and I talked and talking with Chris Garcia, who, who started the conference and those guys. And that's where it came about. Cause I was like, you know what? There's people, there's has to be people that are just like me that are fearful, that are scared, that came from a very sheltered background that didn't maybe have the, the right people around to, to kind of mentor growing up and all of these type of things. I started to go through this checklist of like, there's gotta be people like that. So let me be the one, it, it kind of, it, it kind of kills two birds with one stone. Let me be the one that shares all those messages, brings people on that have overcome that fear that are doing things they want to do that are, that are living the life that you know, fulfills them. And then on the second part of it is, gosh, let's, let's actually overcome <laughs> this complacency, the low confidence by starting a podcast, by putting yourself out in the world, by doing all of that. You know, and those were, and then the, the, the third reason I did start and for folks listening in, and this comes back to the why, and I don't talk about this a ton, but the third reason I, you know, I did start it was uh, for my son, as you know, I have a nine-year-old and it was a great way. Cause I want him, I don't know whatever happens in life, but I wanted him to know that his dad tried something and his dad was like putting himself out in the world and trying to make the world a better place. And through my whole, and, and, and you've seen this obviously with who I am as a person, but I was like, that's documented for many years now. Mm -hmm. The consistency of not only just putting a podcast out, but you know, the, the respect level I have for the guests, the professionalism, the, you know, the integrity I bring to this stuff, like all of that is shown through in the, uh, in the projects that I put out. And I said, man, my son can now, he can go to YouTube. He can watch a video long after I'm gone off this planet. He has the chance to actually, you know, say, hey, here's, because I don't have, I mean, obviously I'm fortunate. My parents are still around like yours, but besides a few pictures, a couple home videos, I don't really have much of my parents growing up. So I'm like, he, there, there's actually, besides all the videos he has and, and has access to, I'm like, he actually has something like, okay, dad did this. He enjoyed this. So anyways, that was one of the, the other big reasons that I did want to start it was to have that documentary almost of, of putting this journey together from the start, you know? Now something, you know, being a fellow podcaster something I'm really interested in is, um, have you ever wanted to quit? I mean, four years is a long time. Um, yeah. I know. <laughs> I'd, I personally, after a year and a half, I've never wanted to quit, but there are definitely times I've wanted to step away and just, you know, life happens. You got to take care of business. You got other things to do. It, you know, it could be exhausting at times, you know, yeah. one day you travel for three days and you come back and you, you know, I got the, the two dogs. I, you know, I'm dating Kristen. So I got to maintain my relationship and then I'm gonna get my workouts in and then I got to maybe perhaps do freelance work on top of work and all that stuff. And it's just like, you know, there are definitely times I find myself grinding at midnight to get the, you know, Instagram clip up there yeah. to promote my podcast and stuff. And I mean, overall, it's my passion project, but there are definitely times I want to kind of like, oh, I just, I just need like a month off. But then like, you know, I hold myself accountable. I want to be consistent. I want to be successful. And in order to do that, you got to continue to push yourself. But uh, yeah, I'm just curious to know if you've ever wanted to quit and how you've overcome that. Yes, multiple times. <laughs> yeah. And I actually one one time I remember and it was I think it was right around the start of the uh, the pandemic, I think it was in the spring of 2020. And I remember it because there was a a guy that had reached out had he kind of he had started a podcast, I think he stopped now, but he had started for a little bit. And he had wanted to be a guest on the just get started podcast. And I actually said to him, I said, yeah, that's something let's consider. I'm like, I'm actually thinking about maybe stopping it. So I'm not sure, but if I do pick it back up, you know, I'll let you know kind of thing. And then after that, he, he had even that kept going with it. He had stopped his podcast and, and what have you. So he never got him on the show, but 
Um, but I, yeah, I remember I had it in writing. I sent an email, I remember. Um, but when I got to those points, I always went back to my why. I always went back to why did I start this? And it always kept coming back to, yeah, I could stop. And by the way, I think this is, this is awareness in your life. If you want to take a month off or a couple of weeks off or two months, do it. You know, if anyone's out there that's podcasting right now, going through some, a similar struggle, stop then for a little bit. doesn't mean you have to stop forever. Take a mm -hmm. pause. Like the, there's no, there's no playbook on this. Like this is the right way to do it. Um, but I kept going back to my why, what going back, what I just mentioned, what were the reasons I was starting this? What are the stories that I'm trying to share out in the world? What, what is the, the work that I want to put out there? And it kept coming back to, this is part of the journey. You're going to go through those struggles of wanting to quit. You're going to go through those hard times. It's just like in a workout, right? There's those, there's those inflection points in a workout where it's like, I could stop, but then you push yourself past that and you become stronger because of it. And that's what I kept going forward with it. Now, part of it too, though, is I, it gave me an opportunity and we could chat about this a little bit, but it gave me an opportunity to look at uh, my processes. How do, I, how do I batch record? How do I eliminate some of the friction in getting guests on? All of those type of things. So going back to what you said, is like, hey, you know, getting the Instagram post out at the end of the night. Well, part of that for me is, I don't like I have as we're as we're recording right now, actually, I have um, and this is, you know, on, on Veterans Day here, um, 2021, just to, as a documentation point, I have through um, my episode 200, November 30th episode already primed, everything's done, it's already scheduled to launch, the YouTube videos are already up, like everything's done with it. And generally, I try to stay about two to three weeks minimum ahead of schedule, if not longer. Hmm. Um, and that, there's been times in the past where I've had two months scheduled out. So part of that, to your point um, of like, you know, how do you, how do you kind of get over that? How do you whatever? Well, part of that's putting the, the right processes in place. And if I have the right processes in place, it doesn't feel as much of a burden to edit and those type of things because I've already structured my time. Mm. Oh, that's a really good tip for anybody looking to start a podcast. Um, staying ahead is obviously a very nice luxury if you can do it. Um, I recently did a podcast a few weeks ago, somewhat similar to this with the guys from Health Hacked um, on my podcast. We talked about a lot of tips and tips and tricks and uh, failures that we've had. Yeah. Um, definitely had some some big time failures with like audio and video crashing internet going out. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a, uh, it can be a struggle sometimes, but um, yeah, you got to persevere and we're all human. We all make mistakes and you got to learn from it. And uh, so speaking of that, for someone who's looking to, let's say, just get started and start a podcast, what are like other few like main tips that you would give someone? Well, let me try to organize this a little bit. I try to take some notes earlier, um, so I might read off of these a little bit. I mean, the, the first, I think, is going back to the why. Why are you starting in the first place? What's the, what's the reason? You know, it's like anything else. Like, why are you getting in the gym? Or why are you changing the way you eat? Or why is this relationship going to be better than the last one? All of it, right? Are you ready to get in to the podcast? You know, are you ready to go through the motions of doing it? Because to what we just talked about, there's going to be times where you're like, I don't want to do this or I'm busy or whatever. Like, the, what's going to keep you moving forward, right? So I think that's the, the biggest thing is figuring out what's the why behind it? Why are you starting? And, mm -hmm. and by the way, there's no right answer. There's absolutely no right or wrong answer. Go ahead and just figure out this is why I'm starting. This is why I really want to do it. Awesome. So once you have that, then I think part of it is, um, is figuring out the format and idea because it's one thing this, you know, this is, this goes back to, you know, kind of my belief in terms of my, you know, compass framework that I, I coach with folks on and, and some of the different stuff I'm doing from a, you know, changing the mindset standpoint is it's one thing to say, great, I'm going to do this. It's another thing to commit to that and actually do it. Right. Those are two different things. Right, saying you're new intermittent fasting and then actually do it—that's a big commitment. Because as you and I both know, those first couple of weeks are brutal. 
Um, <laughs> and, and some days are better than others, but they're, they're, it's tough to, to change that schedule. So similar, it's what are you looking to, um, what are you actually going to commit to in terms of the, the change? And one of that is the idea. So if you have the structure down, okay, this is the format. I'm going to do either, maybe it's me just talking or me and a couple friends or it's interview platform, you know, whatever it is, this is going to be the length of it. This is going to be the topic and the structure. Um, once you have that, then it starts building in better processes, better mm -hmm. routines, because then you're like, all right, I'm committed to every Monday morning, I'm going to do this podcast, or I'm going to low, you know, I'm going to record four solo episodes and then schedule them out. And then I'm good for that month. And then the next month on a Monday, morning, you know, whatever it ends up being, I think having the idea and then coupled with starting to put some scheduling together of when you're actually going to do it, just like anything else. When are you going to work out? When are you going to, um, you know, play with your kids? When are you going to do whatever? Like our lives get so hectic. I think actually scheduling out um, could be beneficial. So that would kind of be the, the second point there. What would be your, I don't know, tip, I would say to someone to just get started. What's their first step into creating a podcast? Their very first step. Well, I, I really do believe it's actually saying that I want to start one and here's why. I think you have to make the, you have to make the, the internal commitment mm -hmm. and then you have to actually make the action step commitment because again, okay. those are different things. So I, I firmly believe it's you got to make in your mind, like I'm doing this, I'm going to kind of knock down some walls and I'm going to get it done. And I'm going to figure it out. And once you make that commitment, then you're able to commit to the action steps that I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. Because again, those are different than, um, than actually going through it. Because, because we all know, we, we've even probably can sit here and, and think of examples for ourselves of times in our life where, you know, it's been laid out right ahead of us. Go do X, go do Y, go do Z, and boom, you're going to do well. And how many of us, did, you know, I look at this from, you know, I was a, a C plus student basically, through my entire, it, it, actually, I, actually, I was a extremely consistent student because I was about a C plus student throughout my entire <laughs> life and through college. So I, I would actually say I had a lot of consistency as a student in, in my <laughs> academics, but I had the playbook. Mm. We knew the system, do your homework, study these certain parts for the test, and then you're going to do well in the test. Pretty simple. Mm -hmm. I didn't do that. I hated homework. And my parents never for whatever reason they didn't, never was like, Hey, did you get your homework done today? Or anything like that. They weren't really like that. So I never did my homework. And, and that's why math was my best subject because, and, and the reason I could confidently say math was by far ever been my best subject is because those were all formulas. Hmm. All I had to do was know how to solve it. And then I can solve any problem. I didn't have to remember facts. And that's why I didn't do well in maybe some of the other subjects. You know, if if it was an English test on a on a book report from a, a book we were supposed to read, and I didn't read the book, I wouldn't do. I wasn't going to do good on the test. Mm. So, anyways, that comes back to I had the playbook, I knew what I had to do, I just didn't do it. So I didn't commit to saying yes, this is what I'm going to do. So same thing for podcasting. It's why are you doing this for whatever reason? It might just be you know what I want to I want to try it. It's fun. This will be something cool for me to do. Great, do it. Go ahead. Now, what are you going to do to commit to that? Hmm. What are the action steps that you're going to hold yourself accountable for to make sure you get past episode three? You know, that, so that what I said, that's the first step, I think. The, the audio stuff, and we can, again, we can chat about this a little bit. I mean, the audio and, and those type of things. And, um, and I actually wrote for anyone that, you know, shameless plug here, but go get it. I think I have it because I have to put a price on it for 99 cents on uh, Amazon, the bootstrapper's guide to podcasting. I wrote it two years ago. It's got all like the, yep, do get this mic if you want, or here's what you should consider on room setup and, and, and Zoom or what, you know, all these types of things, interview format, et cetera, et cetera. It's like 25 pages. Um, so it's an ebook. So I would encourage anyone to go um, get that if they want a, a kind of a documentation approach. But in terms of like audio or anything like that, I think that gets down the line as I thought about this more, because we can spend three, four, five hours talking about this, right? Mm -hmm. But like you, you did it different than I did. You know, I got the Yeti mic and I'm actually, this is the same mic I used four years ago. Hmm. Um, 
and I thought about multiple times getting a new microphone, this sounds pretty good. Um, I got a few tips on how to optimize it a little bit better. So I feel the quality has been better um, for it. But like, like when I launched, I did it a little bit different. As an example, I used my backend, my website, WordPress. I used the Blurberry plugin. And then I actually uploaded the MP3 file to that plugin. So it was free. There was no extra cost. Um, and then that, that RSS feed was able to go through Apple in, in that process there. And then after a year, I went with a hosting platform that I'm still using called Acast. And they do everything, right? I, I load it up there and then they push it out to everyone. It, it, it's really eat nice and easy. You went a different route, right? You went through Anchor. Are you still, maybe Anchor. still doing it? Are you still, still doing, doing it? it. Mm -hmm. And that was a lot simpler, I think, right? You just load it up there and then it, it shoots out. Right. Yeah. I, I would rather put my time and energy towards the actual podcast, creating the outlines, getting my guest, all that stuff, and just save all that extra stuff for somebody else to deal with. I would rather just focus because as you know, podcast takes a lot of time. Like I, I put a lot of energy and research and effort into mm -hmm. having guests on and having good conversations and, you know, spending another 30 minutes to an hour dealing with editing and all that stuff. It's mm -hmm. like, I, I don't got time for that. You know, like let's, let's let someone else take care of that. So I can focus on being a better podcast host. Well, and that's where the hosting platforms are valuable. So there, there's so many out there um, that you could use, but just getting, being able to load that up there, it pushes out to all the platforms. I don't, I mean, I have to, I set the episode up because I put my graphic on there and I write the, the, um, the show notes and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But again, that's all part of the editing process, which, you know, on average for me, and you know, my episodes are generally 30 to 45, 50 minutes, something like that. I spend probably about, if I had to really break it down, on average, about two and a half hours per every episode. There's 45 minutes to an hour of editing. I have obviously the episode that's 30 to 45 minutes, but there's a little, you know, work before, work after with just, or not work, but like conversation um, in terms of sharing information and stuff like that and, and getting mm -hmm. to know the guests a little more. And then, yeah, the back and forth of like, oh, I want to be a guest on the podcast. Okay. Here's the links. Here's do this, that, and the other thing, and and you know, so it's probably about two and a half hours. Um, yeah. When I, I want to talk about that, I want to talk okay. about that is how you've evolved from getting guests to in the beginning, yeah, to where you are currently. Yeah, so I'll, let me take it on two fronts, and one is going to be getting the guests. Two is going to be actually how I've saved myself time and energy. So the first part, getting guests. Yeah, I mean, obviously. You know, when I started the podcast, it was, I had to reach out to everyone and get them on the podcast. Now, what I did was I was fortunate. I had a, obviously friends um, and a network of people just that I built through, you know, my golf career, but also, you know, having, you know, business and sales background as well. And I used some of those connections and I reached out to some of those folks um, and I said, Hey, would you want to be in the podcast? You want to be a guest? So it was some folks that I knew locally other times, but it was, I did reach out like one of the guests um, that I had early on, which again, gave me that, that confidence that, Hey, you know what? And, and that's kind of how I am as a person to give back um, was Lauren Everts, um, who runs the skinny confidential, extremely well known out there um, in the world. And, uh, and she was episode 11. You know, and I, I, I learned about her through reading through Gary V's book at the time, his, I think it was crushing it that came out. Um, if I recall, I think it was that one. Um, and, uh, and anyways, I saw her and I was like, oh, let me ask her to be on the podcast. And then, and she accepted it and said, yes. And that was episode 11. It ended up being, which is. That makes really you feel great though. Doesn't it? When you reach out and you get that guest you want, you're like, oh yeah. Can't yeah. Wait for this. Yeah. Well, and it, and it just goes to show, like, I understand people are busy. They got a lot of stuff going on. It's where does it rank priority wise to mm -hmm. come on some guy she didn't even know just started the podcast early on. And that all, again, always gave me the confidence that, you know what, there are people out there that want to share their message that want to give back because maybe someone gave them a chance when they were small and, and what have you. And that's, and that's what I try to do as well with a lot of folks. Um, so it, it, it felt good there, but yeah, a lot of it's just reaching out. It, it, and, and I still do this by the way, is people that I enjoy what they're about. Maybe I follow them for a while online and I was like, you know, they got a good message to share. They got something really cool. They're doing, um, or maybe it's a product they started that I enjoy or whatever. And 
and I just reach out and I've been fortunate. I've had um, people say yes. And then I've had a lot of people say no, or say, Hey, they're not busy or they're busy right now. Try back another time or no, Brian, your audience isn't big enough kind of thing, even though they didn't, you know, some people didn't necessarily say that, but that's fine as well. I get it. Mm. I get it. I, I can't expect everyone to be on. So that's generally how I get guesses is not being afraid to email. Um, I'm not going to be, chances are calling these people up. It's going to be email or sending them a direct message. Now that's harder nowadays in Instagram and, and stuff like that. That's harder to do with direct. It messages. is hard because a lot of times they don't see it. And it's, I mean, it's not their fault. They just have, you know, um, priorities, their, their inbox organized a little different, whereas we're strangers messaging them along with probably a thousand other people. Yeah. It kind of gets put aside. They just don't see it. That's, it's frustrating, but that's not their fault. You know? No, it, it's not. And it's, and by the way, it's understanding the game. That's part of it. Right. Mm -hmm. It's just like when people try to get a hold of, again, this goes back to just perspective. There's a word I use probably way more than I ever thought I would use over the last couple of years. It's, I understand because I have people that reach out to me and I can't, I have to say no to things. And I'm like, I'm not even as big. I have, I have a very, very, very small audience compared to a lot of these other folks. Like, and I have other stuff that's going on with being a parent and, and you know, work stuff and all these other things I want to do. I have to say no to some things. So I imagine what their plate's like, right? So again, it's having perspective and it's like, no big deal. Now, one of the things I will say is how do you write the message? I'll give you an example. I've had people that have reached out and, and I'll be very direct with people. I've had people that have reached out and have asked to be on the podcast and it's been a hard no for me. And I have a most, most people that reach out or a good amount that reach out to be in the podcast. I, I, I want them on. Cause I'm like, okay, they took the courage. They had the courage to reach out. They didn't know who I was. They had a compelling story. They have an interesting, you know, maybe a background. I want to learn. I'm going back to one of the first things you said was curious. I was curious. I want to learn about them. But, but then I have people that reach out. They're like, Hey, Brian, I think I'd be great fit for your podcast. Uh, when can I come on? Or when would you like me? And like stuff like that. And I'm like, no, that's not, how, that's not, that's not professional. That's not how, that's not how you start a conversation. That's not. So again, think about how, if, if someone's out there listening, how you might email someone to ask them to be on a show or ask them to be a part of, of your journey, being polite. And, and I have to, I can't believe I actually have to say this, but like, I've seen so many bad emails and being in the sales world, I see so many bad emails, be polite, be concise right? What's the value to them? Don't, don't be afraid to boast yourself a little bit. When, like when I reach out um, to what I would consider bigger names or folks that are, you know, have a bigger following, I, I definitely social proof it. I name drop, Hey, I've had Seth Godin on, or I've had, you know, John Lee Dumas who started entrepreneurs on fire. I, I use, I, I no, there's no, I would tell everyone to do that. If you have those folks that have been on, that's just social proofing right? Mm -hmm. um, you, you have to sell yourself a little bit because they might only, or, or might be their publicist or their agent that's seen the email. So you have to kind of break through the noise of all the other emails. So be concise, be professional, but then show your value in the email you write, right? You know, I've been doing this recently um, and, it's, and it's obviously helped me a little bit is I have done this four years and I have almost 200 episodes. What does that show, Ryan? When, when someone sees that, what does that show to them? Consistency consistency. And then I'm not just like, oh, I did one episode. It's like, okay, this guy's actually put in the work. He puts it, he has a platform. He, he's, he spent the time and energy he has. Maybe, maybe he's gotten better. Maybe I wasn't a good interviewer in episode one, but I've obviously, I've probably gotten better in 200 episodes. So it's like, they see all, these are all just assumptions they're making in their head. So it's like, all right, I'm going to give this guy a chance. He's put in the work on it versus, and not saying good, bad, or different, if you're on episode four, you may not get that same response. So I could use that now in some of my outreach to say, hey, I've been doing this four years. Here's what the audience, it's grown over the years. It's evolved to what they're looking for. This is a boom, 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 where I think you or, hey, again, if it's an agent or someone that, that's doing it for them, if you're reaching out to like a general contact form, hey, here's where so-and-so I think could really add value and be and personalize it. So mm -hmm. I do take some time in personalizing those outreach to those individuals. Um, and anyways, that's how I, now I've been fortunate. I have a lot of folks over the last two years reach out to me. I mean, I would probably say 80% of my guests over the last two years, I have not 
source myself. It's been people reaching out to me saying, Hey, Brian, they would be, they would love to be on the podcast or whatever. So that's been helpful to, to kind of eliminate some of the, uh, the time of, of doing that. So I'll, I'll land the plane there for a minute. Cause I know I'm kind of jumping on a few different tangents. No, it's but. good. I'm just thinking how, like, you know, I've had some of my favorite guests on that I've ever done in my first like 10 episodes um, got fortunate. They, they accepted, they said yes, but, uh, and I want to change it for the world, but looking back for somebody who's looking to possibly even start a podcast, like actually kind of use those episodes perhaps just to, I don't know, kind of practice a little bit, get used to like interviewing people and re-listen to the episodes and what you can do better critique yourself. Um, you know, it give you an opportunity to ask better questions, flow better within conversation, um, learn how to edit audio and edit a podcast, get it uploaded, make sure it's coming out the way you want it, all that stuff. So mm-hmm. when you do get those monster guests that you're really going for, you can't, you're ready to go. And, uh, part of me feels like I got a few of those early. Thank God they were, they're awesome. I, I wish some of the times like, like, oh, I wish the audio was a little better. I wish I asked this question or I wish it was more of a conversation than me just kind of reading bullet point questions and stuff. So you learn a lot along the way. And so kind of push through those first five to 10 episodes, you know, get that rust off, get used to uh, your own style. Um, It's kind of one of those things where like when you binge a show on Netflix, God knows how many times it's like, yeah, just get through the first three or four episodes. And then you really start getting into it. It's almost like podcasting, just get through, get through those first few episodes and then you'll start to get a flow. You'll understand how to interview people. And, and, you know, at the end of the day too, just be yourself because that's, what's going to like, you know, set you apart from others. And uh, like you said, don't worry so much about people like loving it or hating it just, you know, you're an artist at that point, put out your you, artwork. You want to laugh at something. So I actually, the other day, and I, cause I want to do, I've been talking to people about like, you know, oh yeah, four year anniversary and stuff. I'm like, and, and you're joking about like, oh, those first few episodes or first, you know, a hundred, whatever, were probably, you know, just bad interviewing or all this stuff. So I went back and listened to my first interview. I hadn't listened to it in many years. Um, Matt Hines, episode number two. And I actually, and I went back and I looked at my emails. I recorded it in like the middle of October. So I launched the podcast, November 19th, 2017. I launched the podcast officially. I did this interview like a month prior. Ryan, I'm telling you what, man. Now I actually, I gave myself, I wasn't as hard on myself. I, I, I thought I got for as nervous as I remember being like right before I jumped in the interview. I remember, I remember it like it was yesterday, how nervous I was. Um, the, I, I use the, for which, where I was like, tell me more. I use the, tell me more question, quote of phrase multiple times. Like, tell me more <laughs> about your whatever. And I kept saying, I did that four or five times. I'm like, oh my gosh, Brian, geez, Louise. But it was, it, but it, but you know, it was one of those things where I'm, and I'm so appreciative of Matt being my first guest and kind of, that's always going to be the, the, you know, the Jeopardy question <laughs> was the first, just get started podcast guest, Matt Hines. I give him a shout out Hines marketing. They do phenomenal work. Um, I think they're based, yeah, they're based on the Pacific Northwest, Northwest out of Seattle um, area. But anyways, the, just listening back to those, but I look where I've evolved over the years. And where I've got better asking questions and where I've got better um, listening has probably been one of my biggest skill improvements, listening. To your point of like reading the bullet points, yeah, I was kind of like, you know, here's like the eight or, and I remember I had sheets of paper, I had like eight or 10 or 12 questions. Now it's like, I, and well, you know, I mean, this notepad's a little, there's not much on here. I just jotted down a couple notes for this one, just because, you know, I, I kind of have this stuff in my head a lot, but like, I'll have a few notes and I do a good amount of research, but instead of writing a page of stuff, I kind of have like, a, it's almost like shorthand. Like I have a couple of go-to like, okay, here's what it's going to be. And, and then I let the conversation flow and take us. And it, it took so long to get to that point, but it just, you had to, you had to go through the suck to get to that point. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a skill that you have to actually like really work on. And, and honestly, that one, my um, advice would be listen to yourself listen to yourself as, as much as you might want to cringe, mm-hmm. make notes because that's how you're going to get better. And to like, watch others who do it. 
you know, like we watch sports center and ESPN. I worked up there and stuff. And so being around that and seeing how other people conduct themselves or move on to the next question or be part of a conversation and not just an interview, um, you know, learn how to emulate people too. And, and, you know, like I said, we're all artists in different ways, you know, so be yourself, but also learn from others. Mm-hmm. And, and there's always like little stuff. Like I even, it, we're think, I'm thinking about the microphone now. That first episode I had like the outro was so bad. The audio was so bad um, because I didn't really understand. And this is part of my fault. I should have YouTubed it before that, but like didn't really understand how to set the microphone up properly. And now like my microphone, like even one tip I had with um, uh, a guest on in the past was like, you know, basically you want like a fist away from the microphone kind of. Um, like that's, that's a good question. So I don't want to be right up here like this. I don't want to be mm-hmm. way back here. You could probably even hear the difference, but yep. like, this is a pretty good, you know, to project the voice and, and, and have it clear, like just little stuff like that. But again, that's down the road. That's bo- if you're worrying about that stuff, that means that you're committed to wanting to do more and, and podcast more and, and put that out there. You've got past the, the fear, the uncertainty, the, early question marks of how do I post this or anything like that, you've gotten to the point where, all right, yeah, let me improve the quality a little bit, or I want to make this easier on the guest or, or what have you. Um, and that's a long way, actually. And that's just how my, you know, how my brain works. So I said there was going to be two points. One of them was going to be on getting the guests, right? And that's just literally email, DM, as I mentioned, professional, concise, use some social proofing, um, and, and don't fear the rejection. But the other point is when you actually get someone interested, make it simple on them. So at the beginning, and I don't know if you're still doing this. I know, I know you have the Calendly link, but at the beginning I was emailing back and forth like, oh, Hey, I need a headshot or Hey, what's the, what would they want as their title here? Cause I see it could be a CEO here. It could be, you know, the author here, blah, 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 all this stuff. And I had to go back and forth and back and forth. And then I realized, and I give my brother credit for this because he was the one that kind of mentioned it, is um, I have a guest form that now I've used for probably two years where I send a link and the guests fill out a form. They put a headshot, they you know, put what the title they want. Maybe it's their Insta, you know, like Instagram and Twitter links and website link. And I have all of that. So when I edit the podcast, I have all the exact information I need and it eliminates all the back and forth. And then secondly... I have my Calendly link I put in there um, and they pick a time that works. Now there's certain times where depending on the guest or need, I will go off script in terms of I'll go on an off peak time to do the interview. But most of the time now I batch record um, a few episodes at a time at a, at a very you know small chunk of the week. So it's not like at the beginning, it was just like whenever they want to record, I'll do it. I've really got a concise spot of how I batch record and that's made it easier as well. I'm in the zone of like, I'm going to record podcasts today. It's not like, oh, I just had this meeting. I got to jump on a podcast interview. That's how I used to do it. Um, and, and I just try to get a lot of easier, uh, make it a lot easier and it makes it better for the guests too. So a yeah. couple of points just on the, on the mechanics. It's pretty clear that you have pretty much a rhythm and a groove. You're in a groove right now, as far as your podcast goes. So it gets me wondering, what can we expect from Brian and just get started in the near future? Dude, I'm just, I got some really cool guests, a couple things, and I almost don't even want to jinx it because I haven't recorded with him yet. So I'm not even going to say it because I'm not going to jinx it. Um, But uh, have have a really awesome guest I've been wanting for a long time that's committed. We're supposed to record in another week or so. And that'll launch in early December. Um, so at, when this launches, as I mentioned, I'm going to try to launch this on Thanksgiving Day. So hopefully I've already had that interview with them. Hopefully we haven't had to push it off or anything. So excited about that, as well as some other um, guests I've been told. Um, they've, they've committed in, in practice, meaning yes, but hey, follow up in a month or two because they're busy. So again, some people that I follow that I think are really um that are awesome people, great authors that have said they would be on. So I'm excited about some of those. And the second part of it is um, I'm bringing back some past guests. So over the next couple months, as we get into 2022, some guests that have been on in the past, 
that I've just followed their, you know, I continue to follow them and I see, oh, they've launched some new projects, a new book. They have these, they're, they're continuing to live that, you know, my just get started ethos of like, you're continuing to push yourself outside the comfort zone. You're trying new things, you're tasting things, you're seeing and exploring. So I've invited some of those folks on um, to talk on more specific topics. Um, so we'll talk about, you know, be more difficult conversations with one. Another one, we're going to talk a lot about, you know, digital assets and cryptocurrency. And, you know, so there's some varying things that we're going to be talking about, uh, more topical, uh, but all around getting started um, on, a, on a better uh, journey with those certain things. So anyways, that's, that's what I'm great. kind of, you know, I'm just enjoying the, I mean, I'm just enjoying the conversations I had. I, I've met so many interesting people through this whole journey. That's been one of the, the coolest things about this, the network that I have that I've built. Um, and I don't, and I use the word network because that's what most people are familiar with. I think of it as a community, you know, these people where I'll, I'll um, say, Hey, I, I know so-and-so that's doing a podcast. I think you'd be a great fit for them. And I've made introductions. They've made introductions, other guests for me. I've just had calls just to have like, you know, kind of mind meld sessions with people. Like it, it's been a, um, a world of joy uh, for the last four years, kind of the, the people I've met, the experiences I've had and, uh, and the opportunities has presented itself. So. Yeah, for sure. And I've had a few guests come back on and it's like, you start to build friendships. You really kind of started to get to know who they are. And yeah. uh, I never thought, I never really realized that when I was starting a podcast, you know, I thought I like interview people. Hey, that's cool. Move on to the next, but you actually, you know, when you stay connected to these people and you have another conversation with them and, you know, you're also kind of in a way doing each other like a favor, you know, like, either you're getting to like market them, but they're actually like helping you being on your podcast. And it's like a win-win situation and you stay connected, you start to build friendships and uh, it's really cool. We, at the end of the day, kind of have like friends all over the world now, which is, well, I never thought that. Well, keep in mind too. And, and you had mentioned this earlier, but about, you know, like, you know, people may be like, oh, why are so-and-so doing that? Why are, you know, why are you doing this or that? And a lot of that is, maybe those aren't the right, you know, I, I look at my circle over the, take the last dozen years has changed dramatically in terms of the people I spend time with, who are the new people that maybe I weren't even in my circle a few years ago that are mm. now really um, present and, uh, and kind of a solid foundation of my circle, because not only are they doing things that they want to do, and I'm proud of them for that. They're also a great support system for me and giving me positive reinforcement. They're giving me, you know, critiques that are, that are constructive and, and those type of things. So what I find with at least the guests that I have, and I, and I think probably the same, maybe with you, I, I think you'd agree is a lot of my guests or almost all of them, if not all of them are, they have that mindset of, they want to continue to better themselves, better the world. And they have a similar value system like I do. So I find that, okay, I'm going to click with a lot of these folks, maybe different than just other people that I meet. So that's why I think I've been able to build a great community of individuals because they're people that now they think differently on a lot of things, right? We might have different viewpoints and stuff, but in terms of thinking about, you know, how do I want to structure my life? How I want to, you know, kind of look for happiness, be fulfilled. And again, give back positivity to the world. I feel a lot of those have those same qualities and, and ultimately why we gel. That's a great point. And, uh, you know, I know this is your podcast, not mine, but I like to add my podcast in words of final advice. So for anybody listening to this, do you have any final words of advice? It sounds like a, uh, a post-it note we should put on the computer that, you know, I do. <laughs> I, I do. Well, I don't know if it'd be cliche to say, just get started. It probably would be. Um, <laughs> just a bit. I would, I would just again, there's so the thing with the advice is you may not need it now, but it might be something depending on where you are at in your world, when it becomes relevant. So anything I say may not be, you know, some people are like, ah, eh, yeah, sure. Maybe it's more relevant in a year from now. What I would encourage everyone instead of advice, and maybe it comes up across advice, I would give kind of an action item. And my action item would be go sit in thought for 10 to 15 minutes today. And if you're listening to this at night and you can't do it right now or whatever, do it tomorrow then. Go sit in thought, put the phone down, get away from the family or kids if you have them, go for a walk, whatever. 
and clear your mind and really think about what do you want to accomplish over the next three to six months? I don't like looking too far out. A year is even far out, but you know we can go there. But three to six months, what do you really want to accomplish? What's What's been driving you kind of inside? Uh, what's, what's been making your blood boil a little bit of like maybe not doing something? Really think, and by the way, I like to say um, reflect and then respect it. Because sometimes when we say it internally, the first thought's like, well, people may not, they'd be going back to what we talked about, oh, they may be thinking like, eh, that's, that's not something I should be doing. Who cares what other people think? Like, what do you really want to do? Be truthful to yourself and then respect that. And now I know we're talking a lot about podcasts. So if it is podcasting, great, but this is really for anything. Go put the steps in place to start doing that. So mm-hmm. as an example, and I'll use a real world, simple example, because everyone gets it when we talk about fitness and stuff. If your goal in six months is to run a marathon, maybe it's run a 5k. I don't know. It doesn't matter. You don't have to run a 5k tomorrow. Go walk around the block, challenge yourself to at least get started on that path to running the 5k or the marathon or whatever, again, insert whatever it is for you, right? It could be, you know, you want to write a book or you want to start a podcast or you want to get certified in this class. It doesn't matter, but go start doing it tomorrow and not thinking you have to complete it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like another example, I'm, and I know obviously you're an extremely talented graphic designer and I appreciate you doing the graphics for the Just Get Started podcast. Um, you know, I was doing this yesterday where I was, you know, and I, I've gotten, I'm, I'm laughing as I use the word skilled, but more skilled in Photoshop than I was a few years ago. But like there's video, there, there was something I'm, I was trying, I don't think I told you about this, but like trying to take the background out of a photo and I'm like going there, I'm like, oh, do I have to do, you know, oh God, this is a pain, whatever. Cause I remember how I used to be a few years ago. Well, I went and just went to YouTube and I said, how to remove a background in Photoshop or whatever. I saw a new video that came up literally. And you probably know this, like Photoshop has built in like artificial intelligence to make this process almost like there's like almost no effort. It took me less than five minutes to remove a background. It looks almost perfect. I didn't know that. So I went on YouTube, I searched it. So what I, my encouragement in this long-winded answer is you don't have to know everything because there's information out there. Mm -hmm. So if you want to do something and you have, remember, so you've sat and thought for 10 to 15 minutes, you've really reflected, you've made a decision. This is one thing I want to accomplish in the next three to six months. And then you put the first steps in place. That first step could be Hey, you know what? I'm going to go do this. Well, I have to, you know, I'm going to research a a great pair of running shoes if I'm going to run the marathon, because maybe I need, you don't necessarily need the greatest pair of running shoes. You need to get out and run, right? So you have to actually put the action in place, but depending on what your thing is, that might be one of the steps. Go find information from other people that have done it. Maybe it's YouTube videos, maybe it's whatever. That's all part of the process of doing, right? There's some research involved, but then there's also that action of actually experiencing it. You have to have both um, um, to be proficient, maybe. So that's what might be my encouragement is, is go out and try to do something, um, take baby steps at it, but put that date in the future and really try to hit it and see if you can accomplish that for yourself. And when you do accomplish it, because I know everyone listening in that puts that they will accomplish it. It's going to open your eyes up to all the things in your life that you told yourself you couldn't do when you accomplish that. And you're like, Whoa, what are other things I could do that I didn't think I could get done? And it's going to change your mindset forever. Great words of advice. It, it kind of goes back to what we talked about earlier when talk about the mountain is just taking a step along the trail. You know, you don't have to accomplish everything overnight. You're not gonna accomplish everything. overnight. Let's let's first get that out of the way. And one thing I kind of like to visualize is, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone, you're going to take a step down the path, right? And let's just say you don't like it. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean you have to take a step backwards to where you started. That means go left or go right. The path Mm -hmm. might be a little different than you initially anticipated. And it probably will be, but you can go left. And then once you go left, then you can go straight. And then if, and if you like going down that path, keep going, and then you're going to need to make adjustments from there. So it might not be a clear path to get to the summit. 
but just because you start something and perhaps it didn't turn out the way you wanted to, or you didn't like it, or you felt uncomfortable, don't take a step backwards. Just go take a step to the side and go figure out another direction. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun, dude. Yeah, um, what, are we, what are we going for? We've been going for like an hour and 20 minutes. Is that right? Well, this is funny. You're entering my territory now. I, I do the longer episodes. I, I don't, I would love to be able to do shorter ones and I probably should at some point it's, I get deep into conversations. I love it. And I just get rolling and the questions keep coming out. Yeah. yeah. So anybody who's looking to take a long road trip, put on my podcast, I'll keep you busy for a couple hours. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do. I, I am proud of you. You again, I know when you didn't get started with yours and mm-hmm. it took you a year to kind of kickstart you and, and then you did it. And now it's been a year and a half. And, mm-hmm. and I look at the, you know, we can always go back and say, well, I wasted a year or, or for me, it was, I wasted two years, but there was a lot going on in those years mm-hmm. during that time where I was growing as a person or you were growing. And sometimes it takes time to actually kick ourselves in the gear and actually do it. But so that's why through the experience that I can share, you could share is, there was nothing that I, it was all made up in my head. Most of it, when I look mm-hmm. back those two years, I was being fearful. It was made up in my head. So that's why it's like, get started today. Just do it, try it, taste it, start slow, but just start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll leave it on that note. Great words of advice is, you know, just get started. Awesome. dude. Always enjoy it, man. Thank you so much for doing this. This was a, this was a fun little, uh, fun little endeavor. Absolutely. Anytime. And I know you'll be back on mine and I'm sure I'll be back in yours at some point. Awesome, dude. Thanks again, man. Mm